To yet another call for an inquiry into our COVID response, the Northland lockdown debacle with the government's usual form of refusing to apologise is yet another example of the more we know, the more worrying it all becomes. National's COVID response spokesperson Chris Bishop back with us. Chris, morning to you. Good morning. Can I take it as read that if you win the election next year, you will hold an inquiry? Absolutely. We will start a royal commission into the COVID response within our first 100 days of taking office. Who would run that? I think you'd, you'd look at a range of different people. We'd probably have a panel, a couple of retired judges, maybe some legal experts, uh, potentially an economist, potentially a epidemiologist or a, a public health physician, something like that. There's a range of people, but you'd, want, you'd probably have a panel. We'll, we'll sort all that out after we get, get elected. Why don't they want one? They say it's not the right time. Why do you think they're saying that? Well, I mean, frankly, I think they don't want uh, a bit of independent scrutiny at, at, a, at a whole litany of stuff-ups. I mean, if you, there's so many things to talk about. There's the rapid antigen test debacle when we didn't have enough of the fact that we didn't use saliva testing, even though it was recommended by independent experts over and over again. There was the debacle over the uh, failure to order enough, order enough vaccines quickly enough. The fact that Pfizer sent us an email on June 30, 2020, and said, hey, we're developing this. Uh, awesome new vaccine, why don't you uh, talk to us and the officials didn't get back to them for six weeks. I mean, there's any number of, and now it's latest uh, news around the Northland debacle, of course. Uh, so there's any number of things that, that need to be looked into. What about the Nair? Have you followed this um, coroner's inquest in, in Dunedin of this, this young man, Nan, who died because of my, myocarditis and the amount of information about that was or wasn't there from the ministry? I fear that the more you dig, the messier it becomes, and you could have a royal commission lasting literally for years. Uh, that, that's potentially true. And, of course, the danger with these things is they go on forever and they achieve nothing. Uh, so you'd want to put a time frame around it. But I think it is really important that we look backwards. This has been the biggest event in New Zealand history probably since, I don't know, probably since the oil shock of 73 or whatever. I mean, you could pick any number of examples from history, but it's been big, right? It's mm. cost the government hundreds of billions of dollars. It's, um, you know, immeasurably affected the lives of every New Zealander. You know, well, I mean, the country was basically a prison for four weeks uh, in 2020. So we have to look at why that happened, how it happened, what the response was like, and what lessons we can learn for the future. That's really, really important, I think. Do you think in totality... And I, look, I mean, when you say the, 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 we're still paying the price economically apart from anything else, and that's before you get to mental health and the education, all that sort of thing, do you think in totality we did something fundamentally wrong or not? I think the government's initial response was pretty good uh, early on, and I think they had the country with them and we all responded and it, and it, and it worked. From about, um, I would probably say, November 2020, actually, just soon after the election as it happened, it all started to go wrong. Uh, we were very late rolling out the vaccine. And, of course, the government <laughs> government during the election campaign, this has all come out publicly, but this sort of hasn't been reported that well. The government basically organised its announcement around the vaccine supply right. uh, for the best period during the campaign. What we now know is that uh, they had wait, waited six months, six weeks, sorry, to even respond to an email from Pfizer. We were one of the last countries in the world to sign a vaccine contract, and we were one of the last countries in the developed world to actually start rolling out the vaccine. So, you know, and I, I do not think they have had enough criticism for that. When the Delta uh, hit Auckland in August 2021, weren't ready. Uh, just 20 percent, just 20 percent of New Zealand was vaccinated.
exactly. You know, and um, that's just unforgivable. Couldn't agree more, Chris. Appreciate it very much. Uh, one day we'll have an inquiry. Sweden's had one. They got it in, they got it out, and they ticked themselves off. There's no reason why we can't have one as well. Chris Bishop, the uh, National Party COVID response person. Uh, one of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the parenting hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're you done. Got- you get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.